Yeah, now that we got all the rest of the ranting out of the way. Okay, here we go. You you think that was all of the ranting? Come on. That's funny. I should know better than that. Oh, levels, levels. Levels, levels. So how are you feeling about tonight's show? Well, I think if it's good, I should get all the credit. But if it's bad, I shouldn't be blamed for it at all. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait a second. That quote sounds really familiar. I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing should be read into my waving away your comments. Uh, uh, do I need the other theme? Do I do I do I need to play the uh Look, we we've been other potting for the last 3 days. We probably just better get this one in the can. In the can. Right. Right, just like statewide Democrats in Iowa in the can. <sighs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson, Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? You know, it's, um, I'm here, so we'll start with that. <laughs> better than crypto. Are you better than crypto? I'd, I'd have to be at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we promise. Well, I don't know that we promise. I don't think there's going to be any further NFT discussions, but I just wanted to touch base on, on given the crypto tanked. Who could have seen that coming? Hoof. <clears throat> no NFT content challenge accepted. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. Uh, yeah, so there there was just following up on the cold open. Um, while there was not the red wave that was expected in the rest of the country, there was here locally. Yeah, yeah. Way to way to go, guys. <laughs> way to go. Yeah. Rob Sand may still win. We may have our lone holdout Democrat statewide elected official as the auditor, which, you know, all things considered may not be a bad place to have him. But <laughs> you know, at this point, though, I just I hear that. Oh, he's going to be a Democratic auditor in the only Democrat, and he's going to be able to audit the, what goes on. And my thought goes back to the uh, the mid ninety uh, New York Knicks and their defensive philosophy. The refs won't call everything, so constantly foul, and they have to let some of it go because they can't call everything. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I believe that was, uh, I believe his name was Chris Lowry, who was the coach at Southern Illinois, had the same strategy as well. We were just going to foul every time, all the time. They can't, yes, yeah. It, it worked for him. It worked for the Knicks. <sighs> Fine, whatever. Um, all of that said, should we launch into feedback, follow-up, and updates? Yeah, we should probably do that. 
speaking of you can't call everything, apparently, uh, given some of the feedback, our listeners can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Amy hasn't listened, so I don't have so clean show, apparently, on that end. How about Lisa? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That that wasn't that wasn't her experience. Um, So first of all, uh, her feedback to me was. I sent Dwayne feedback. I sent it directly to him. He didn't use it. Why do I even send feedback? Oh, yes, she did. Yes. yes. And I believe it was a follow up. It was a follow up to a story. It, it, it was. So here's the thing. She sent this follow up to the, to a story, the story that, um, I, it was a travel story and I showed you a picture of an ashtray in a air, in a, um, airplane bathroom. Yes. And she sent me a story with the headline, the simple reason why planes still have ashtrays. Did she tell you what she sent me or did she leave you in suspense? Oh no. She told me because it was my responsibility to cover this. If you, if you refused again. See, here's the thing. I would have loved to cover the story, but she sent me the link and it was in telegraph.co.uk. I am not a subscriber to the Daily Telegraph and could not read the effing article, (laughs) which is why I didn't cover it in feedback or follow-up. I could have said, Lisa sent me a story, but I couldn't read it, so we're not going to cover it, but I thought that might be embarrassing. So I just left it out. Ah. Well, <clears throat> I okay. did. Yes. Okay. So do you do you know the answer to this? It's required by law in case some idiot decides they want to smoke on a plane so that they have some place to actually put it out. Yes. Even though smoking is not allowed on planes. So that's that's the answer to that question, which yes. I eventually had to Google. Um, How, yes. However, the interesting yeah. thing is uh-huh. she also had another piece of feedback from last week that I didn't cover. And I had a piece of follow up this week around this particular topic. So we're going way heavy on smoking on airplanes. So okay. last week she was traveling. Um, on a CRJ, right? So 50 seats, mm-hmm. the woman behind her gets on the plane and then asks the flight attendant, can I smoke on this plane? <laughs> no, no, it's kind of been illegal. So I don't know, 40 years. <laughs> so apparently when the no smoking light goes on and they tell you there's no smoking on the aircraft and you're thinking, who is needs this information? Apparently somebody that's flying out of the undisclosed location. Well, to be fair, that light never goes off. So, you know, if, if there were a point where it would go off and then come on, it might call attention to the fact that you weren't smoking, but now it's just background noise with all the other bells and whistles going on. The, the problem of course is, if it if it started flashing, people would be doing like smoke, non-smoke, smoke, non-smoke. Like I, like I should be able to, I should be able to deal with this. Now it's, it's like the gag in the movie Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I also had a follow-up piece about this though that I was going to bring up before Lisa told me that she'd sent you this 
headline. Let's not call it an article, a headline. Um, an LL flight was uh, disrupted because somebody went into the bathroom and was smoking and they had a lit cigarette. They needed to get rid of it before they left the bathroom. So they put it into where you put the used paper towels, Oh, sweet Lord! which caught fire. Of course it did. Which set off the smoke detector, which then led the cabin crew to come and have to put a fire on the airplane out, which you never want to do. Um, and apparently they, the entire, the, they got a letter. Hey, 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 don't do that again. They got a letter. They apparently were told they basically got a yellow card. Oh, right. He had two of those. We're going to take your plane you, away from you. You set another plane on fire and you're done. Okay. But I'm warning <laughs> you this time. For at least one flight, we're going to yeah. set you down for at least one flight. Yeah. But right now, you do have to set another plane on fire before we ban you. And the podcast I was listening to said, by the way, that's why the ashtrays are still on the door. Because while you can tell people don't smoke, you can put smoke detectors and you can put alarms and everything else. Um, you You still have to put ashtrays on planes because no matter what you do people will smoke and you would hope that they would at least put it out in the ashtray and not in the bin of paper towels no 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 using the ashtray would call attention to the fact that you're actually smoking on the never mind i don't i don't know why that thing's on fire Woo! do not go in there oh boy i this sounds like it also belonged in idiots of the week is this going to be another all idiots all the time episode Absolutely not. That was the other bit of feedback. There were way, way too many idiots. Including the two of us. I, she, she, yes, because it was like two idiots. That's it. And I'm like, well, but we didn't do Dwayne guessing up, but there were too many idiots. So anyway, we, we can't have more than two idiots. Okay. So that was follow up. Yes. Not idiot of the week. Important clarification. No, Thank that you. was just a follow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cut. What else do we have in follow up? Uh, got some feedback from toddler negative 18. She finally got caught up on the podcast. Every time I hear Todd say, you'll probably want to cut this part out. I imagine you maniacally laughing <laughs> at the editing board. <laughs> oh boy, does she have me pegged. <laughs> if there's one thing that almost guarantees 99% of it stays in, it's Todd saying, yeah, you're going to want to cut this out. <laughs> so if you haven't learned that in 140 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> so I, I talk about the, the, the great British baking show on Netflix, which is the great British bake off in uh-huh. England. And it's just this nice show and everything else. The, the original, um, so they've got the two judges and then they usually have two comedians who host the show and are kind of work you know, are asking the contestants, Hey, how's it going? And all this kind of stuff that I think they were the two original ones, um, who are no longer on the show at when they were done, they had an interview about their time on the show or whatever. And they said, Oh, we did do this one thing that if a contestant was like getting ready to cry, like was having a moment 
And like, you could see that the camera was going to get like, oh, this is good, right? We've got emotions. She said, here's what we would do. We would walk over to that contestant in front of the camera, put our arms around him, and then just let go with every cuss word we knew so that the editors <laughs> couldn't use any of the video. <laughs> she said, that's why you never saw anybody cry. Because we fixed that. <laughs> that's nice. That's a good move. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Nice. That's how you be supportive. <laughs> oh. uh, let's see. The, the, I think the only other note that I got was from Jake. He suggested that we watch God Forbid on Hulu, which is the Jerry Falwell story. Okay. Um, I'm headed to Austin this weekend for another work trip. And I asked him, can I watch that on the plane and not get thrown off? And he said, yes, so just keep your earbuds in and you'll be fine. So um, that he is, he is requesting that we watch that and then discuss it on a future show. Okay. All right. Well, oh. all right. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like an assignment. I'll yeah, I was going to say, wait, we don't get, we don't we, get the assignments. We <laughs> give the assignments. Jake, I don't think you know how this works. Feedback. Dance monkeys. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, were there any, um, actually from this week? I don't believe so. No, I don't believe so either. How about that? Dang. Okay. Uh, follow-up. You want to, um, the reason this falls under follow-up is because we've both watched Welcome to Wrexham. Yes. Liverpool is for sale. You want to buy a team? I saw that. Um, sure. <laughs> um, we're gonna need, we're, we're gonna need um, we're going to need a couple more dollars of sponsorship money. I'm guessing I'm working on our VC pitch right now. Okay. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, the pitch really is, you, you know how Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney got this show on FX and they just, they bought this team. Like think about a much, much bigger team with significant, Significantly less famous people. <laughs> yeah, because for me, VC stands for very crappy. No, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> okay. I mean, we could, we could. Uh, I mean, if we needed some help, we could probably reach out to Elon. But I think all of his money's uh, invest is tied up in blue check marks right now. <laughs> hey, he's fixing that at eight dollars a crack. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that mm, it's eight dollars a crack pot. That's, oh, oh, you're right. Good, <laughs> yeah, good, good save. Good yeah. save. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know that we've talked about this. My construction project is still ongoing. I'm now on week three, maybe week four of having a plastic sheet as the back wall of my house. Sweet. Yeah. Especially when. 
highs in the 30s all week. Now, I'm going to be in Austin, but Amy is not happy. I could have sworn Greg and Sherry were at least both in their 40s, if not a bit older in the 30s. Okay. Sorry. That's a stupid highs in the (laughs) third. Is that your one? I'll show myself out. (laughs) I believe that's your one. I I had mine during the pre-show. So toddlers, I don't even get one tonight. Uh, let's see. Where's my, where was this? I, I didn't think we were going to talk. Well, we kind of talked about this already. Um, I wrote bank fraud. Yeah. Um, actually his name is Bankman freed the ex billionaire CEO. The X part of X billionaire is relatively recent X billionaire CEO of crypto exchange FTX apologized because he effed up and should have done better as his company was tanking and asking for money, uh, apparently <laughs> today. Uh, things are going bad in the crypto world right now as we speak. And the funny thing is, what, back in September, October, we covered how bad things were going, like 97% down. Yeah. And since we covered it, that's the high point of the year. Things have gone much, much worse. <laughs> who, 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 who could have predicted that imaginary money? I mean, and granted, I get, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that um, the U.S. dollar is kind of imaginary money anyway. But f- fine, whatever. I mean, I mean, real imaginary money, not imaginary imaginary <laughs> money. Um, Wow, how do I dig myself out of that? Anyway, yeah, crypto's got a problem. Who could have figured <laughs> that imaginary money would have been a problem? Uh, what? Oh, rocket danger has passed. Does this mean I'm not going to get hit on the head with something? Yeah, yeah. So that rocket that was coming down uncontrollably and nobody knew where it did. Yeah. Uh, it did. It did re-enter the atmosphere over the South Central Pacific Ocean, um, and it. It did. Uh, it didn't hit anything. Uh, I think well, it hit the ocean. Um, so anyway, just I talked about it last week, so you don't have to worry. Um, like get more plastic for the house. <laughs> um, okay. The Thanks. it's passed. Um, bad news. This is actually the fourth uncontrolled reentry that they've done on this on this type of rocket, and they intend to do more. So um, I'll just keep you updated when uh, when space junk could be falling on your head. Now, it it hit water. Water covers seventy percent of the Earth's surface, right? Yes. Which yeah. which reminds me, at this point, Amy, if we're listening together, Amy is looking at me, going, "Water covers seventy percent of the Earth's surface, and Charles Tillman covers the rest." <laughs> yeah, water covers seventy percent of the Earth's surface. So odds are that was going to hit water. This is what we'd like to refer to as a low probability, but high impact event. (laughs) It might not happen, but if it does. Yeah. Yeah. There's a number of those, you know, that you got to guard against, you know, with computer systems and all this kind of stuff, but, uh, uncontrolled Chinese rocket falling out of the sky. Once again, uh, I am just saying that that is so wild that uh, the mayhem guy from the commercials hasn't even covered that yet. <laughs> I'm a Chinese rocket falling out of the sky. If you're cut rate home insurance. Anyway, I think 
Can I just say this, by the way, just, just yes. by the way, speaking of the cold open follow up, I am, I am so glad that this election is over. Oh my God. Because now, now we go re- return to our regularly crappy commercials. Um, and I feel sorry for, and thoughts and prayers go out to, to all of our fellow citizens in Georgia that now have to put up with this crap for four more weeks. <laughs> On the other hand, maybe what we need to say is if you would have done, if you would have taken care of the job the first time, you, you wouldn't have to deal with these commercials for four more weeks, but we'll take what we can get. Yes, this one's kind of on you. Yeah. But, oh, but okay. Enjoy yeah, the commercials. I, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of missing Flo and her crew. And yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that she's going to be. I've, I've been curious as to what they've been up to for the last six weeks. I'm fine with the same ones. Oh, <laughs> just really. <laughs> All right. Where else? Where are we at now? Uh, main topics uh, this week in Favre. Well, no, you you know what? We're only doing two idiots, which means we have time. So <sighs> you, you skipped over it. I tried. You did. Yes, that's right. That sound means it's time for the game Dwayne tried to skip. Dwayne, guess a number. Okay, hit me. All right, this one's pretty quick, and it's not even sports related. I was listening to a podcast, 99% Invisible, this week. They were talking about the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. This is, I entitled this, What is the Price of Fame? Dwayne, in 2022, how much do you have to pay? (laughs) Yes. If, if... If the nominating, if the nominating committee nominates you, you have to pay to get your own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Fame costs you money. You know what? Uh, uh, what uh, De- Debbie Allen had it right. Is that right? No, Lisa's gonna. If I did get that wrong, Lisa's gonna kill me. From fame, <laughs> fame costs fame. Anyway, so in twenty. 20- so, by the way, I'm going to give you just a little bit. In 1980, they started this fee, and they charged recipients $2,500 in 1980. So, Dwayne, right. in 2022, if if talking to Todd were to be nominated <laughs> for a walk for a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, how much money would we have to come up with in order to get the actual star? The, well. So let's start with like, I don't know, maybe six months before we started doing this podcast, the thing that I learned would have been, wait, do you have to pay money to get to <laughs> Because I learned this, you know, not like three years ago, four years ago. Um, like, wow, that seems really weird. So I did know that you have to pay for your star. Um Okay, twenty five hundred dollars in nineteen eighty, but I don't think it's increased. Um, let's say twelve thousand five hundred dollars, Bob. Oh, so close, fifty five thousand dollars. Oh, okay. So I could have gone exponentially <laughs> and still not gotten there. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um. So what I'm saying is, oh, we well. need to start saving now. 
Oh, oh, okay. No, ma, we may need more sponsors. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, anyway, so real quick, real tight. There you go. $55,000. Um, the price and, of fame. Uh, donations to the talking to Todd <laughs> Memorial Hollywood <laughs> Walk of Fame fund can be sent to where, Dwayne? <laughs> uh, now, wait, Memorial. Memorial <laughs> sounds like we've stopped doing the podcast. Is By there the breaking? Time- is there breaking news? No, 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 oh. no. By the time, by the time we get the star, we will have quit. Oh yeah, that's fair. Or that will be one of the conditions of getting it is we will give it to you. If you please just stop. <laughs> it's $55,000 and you have to promise never to do this again. Uh, one, two, three, route five, Tuba city, Arizona, <laughs> uh, zip code, Kevin, Kevin, what's the zip code? Never mind. Six. Okay. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's close enough. It'll get there. Uh, okay, so are we going to do idiots? Sure. Yes, but only two. But only two. Only two. The Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. Okay, you want to go first, or do you want my three? Why don't Why don't we start with your three? Okay. Story number one: NASCAR video game. Okay. Story number two fuel for the fire okay and idiot number three rigging in charlotte yeah wait oh that's rigging in charlotte oh oh no i don't no i don't know what that one is no (laughs) no you absolutely don't know what that one is no but you know why don't we go with uh, what? You know what? I don't know what it is. Let's go with rigging in Charlotte. Okay. Rigging in Charlotte. So I got to the Charlotte Convention Center. This is a work-related story, um, not something in the news. I got to Charlotte, and one of the things that we have to do in our trade shows, let me send you this picture is if we have a piece of equipment on the trade show floor that's taller than 12 feet, we have to tie it to the ceiling. So in case something happens okay, where somebody, you know, knocks into it, it falls over or whatever, it's tied to the ceiling so it doesn't land on somebody, right? Safety. Makes sense. Sure. Safety first. I'm a safety girl. Uh, pretty woman reference. I, did you get it? Do- okay. oh, oh, no, I did that. Yeah. I, oh, okay. Yes. I thought we were leaving it as a mystery, but okay. Oh, okay. Yep. That reference is from Pretty Woman. So a uh, 16 foot tower in that picture with the Wells Fargo branding. And if you can see right above it is a piece of uh, rigging that you might hang lights on. By the way, I I don't have it. Oh, I sent that to Lisa. Lisa's <laughs> going to want to know where the hell that is. What are you talking about? I don't have it. Let's try that. So 16 foot tower there, rigging yep. up top. Yep. Right. I get there and I look at it. And let's just say that is um, killing an ant with a sledgehammer. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, <clears throat> I've seen I've seen less uh, I've seen less rigging used to hold up lights and speakers at rock concerts. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's because there's a beam up top, and all I need is a safety wire, and all I really need is one of them to hold it in place. But instead. That piece of rigging, Todd, guess a number. How much extra did it cost me to put up that piece of rigging instead of just the safety wire to the beam in the ceiling? All right. First question. You said yes. this is in North Carolina. It is. Okay. That's important. Because what I got to figure out is, is this a union job or not? That is absolutely a valid question. <laughs> Given that it's North Carolina, and I'm pretty sure unions are illegal in North Carolina, <laughs> I'm guessing this is not a union job. And if I'm not mistaken, that beam looks like uh, that came out of a 2019 uh, Chevy Monte Carlo that was driven by Hendrix Motorsports. Um, <laughs> also not wrong. <laughs> Boogity, boogity, boogity. I bet, I mean, that's, you got the thing and you got the chain, ho you got multiple chain hoists on that. Right? Two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Look two. at that. I had two of them. Th thanks for the safety, Eli. Uh, I'm going to guess, was that an extra $4,000 expense? As it turned out, it was only an extra $2,500 expense, but it did take three people to put it up and three people to take it down. <laughs> oh, they're going to get theirs. Those idiots. Yeah. Uh, you know what? By the time it was done, everything looked great. I was really, really pleased how the program turned out, but it was, it was money that I didn't feel that I really needed to spend there. Far be it for me to tell you how to do your job, but I'm thinking maybe the 16 foot banner needs to turn into an 11, 11 foot, <laughs> 11 foot, uh, 11 and a half foot banner <laughs> that no longer needs safety wires. You know, it's interesting that you should say that because that is an 11 foot, six inch tower that we had built so that we don't have to tie it to the ceiling. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we now have five of those because we can build them ourselves and set them up and not have to tie them off. Uh, they give us the height that we're looking for and the visibility across a trade show floor without the expense of tying it to the ceiling. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So how about you? What do you got on your list? Did you bring four? Last week you brought four. Yeah. Uh, I've been informed I'm not going to do that again. So I brought just one. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I don't know if you know, we are we are less than two weeks away from the start of the 2022 World Cup. Oh, yeah. Taking place uh, taking place in Qatar. Uh, um, on, on, on the surface of hell, I believe. <laughs> Depending on who you ask. Um, yes. Um, 
there there is quite a bit of there was quite a bit of consternation when they were awarded um normally this is during the summer then they moved it and there's been all sorts of um <clears throat> there is a, a legend they they had to build 11 of the 12 stadiums um there's alleged that m- up to multiple thousands of migrant workers were killed during the construction of all of this um their human rights record is very bad etc cetera, etc cetera, but the whole world's coming and uh, actually, it got so bad that uh, that FIFA asked all the football, uh, asked all the uh, nation's uh, football representatives to stop focusing on all the other stuff and just focus on football, to which uh, I believe Australia raised whatever is the Australian version of the middle finger. Anyway, that's none of that. Oi, compounding. Thanks, Eli. <laughs> yeah. Um, compounding that it came out that there is that in order to make things look good, um, the organizers of the world cup from Qatar are paying fans to, why are you, why are you using quotes there? Well, depending on who you ask, some people refer to them as fans and some people refer to them as spies. They have paid for 40 fans from for most of the countries to attend the world cup. And as a part of it, they are receiving free flights, apartment accommodations in Qatar, 60 pounds a day in spending money loaded onto a visa card and complimentary tickets for the opening ceremony. And I think potentially for matches as long as they sign a code of conduct. So all of the, yes, I'll sign. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I, I didn't even, I didn't even think much about that. Maybe I should revisit that. Sorry, please. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in celebration of fans around the world over the period of five minutes, fan chants from each nation will be played and you will be expected to stand up, sing the song and chant, wave your flags and represent your country. Mind you, I'm just going to point this out. This is the World Cup, the biggest sporting event other than the Olympics. It's like the biggest sporting event in the world. And Qatar felt the need to pay soccer fans to stand up, sing their song, chant, and wave their flag. I don't know how you got all your money because they do that for free. Okay? So they do that for free. <laughs> you, you don't need to pay. Um... There is so there is some concerns, however, that this was sort of a secret program that nobody they are not. It, it's basically Fight Club. They weren't supposed to talk about Fight Club. Did they sign an NDA there, Deshaun? They kind of did. Oh, yeah, yeah. There is also some concern that hasn't been assuaged. Assuaged? 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 Hasn't been proven wrong. The reason why they're being called spies um, is you actually, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. Look, look, if we want to pay for audio grammarly, then this crap can be fixed real time. <clears throat> <laughs> Where's Clippy when you need it? <laughs> Hi, can I, think, I help? <laughs> I think you're trying to say disproven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a 
know it has to stick in. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I hung a bell on that, so it can't go anywhere. Or sorry, I hung a light, hung, hung a lantern. I hung a I lantern hung a on lantern it. on that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um <clears throat> there there is concern that while they are required to stay in the country for two weeks during the World Cup, and there is some concern by other fans that should should you be having a pint with a fellow English football fan and you happen to talk about, let's say, the human rights record of Qatar or their treatment of LGBTQ people, which, by the way, is a crime there. Should you happen to mention that with one of the paid <laughs> fans, are, are they going to jump in? Are they required to correct you or do they just report you directly to the secret police <laughs> to have you removed from the country? Anyway, um, any sporting event where you have to pay people to attend and pretend to be excited about is is an it's an awesome sporting event. So congratulations, Qatar, for figuring out that you need to pay football fans to attend the World Cup. Yeah, that qualifies. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, I, yeah. I will point out, we actually, I, I said we were only going to have one. We did have two idiots during that one. We did have the Qatar World Cup, and then we had me and my lack of vocabulary. Sorry about that. <laughs> we'll try to only have one from now on. Let's see. We got travel stories. How about uh, How about your travel stories? Uh, somebody tried to reallocate my bag while I was on Ooh, the plane. Really? Here, here, help, hope, hang on. Let me help. That's mine. Uh, let me, here you go. I gotcha. Idiot. <laughs> and then I had a 6 a.m. flight. So I was at the airport early. But Cinnabon didn't open until 5 so I was waiting in line while this lady was getting things together. Do you know Cinnabon's latest slogan? Fun with buns. Yes, they are. I, I, I'm just going to say, I don't... Look, look, we're, we're not getting to the other podcast. I'm just going to say, based on the... There are some states that Cinnabon is going... If they're going to keep that slogan, they're going to be outlawed. <laughs> This was in North Carolina. There you go, y'all. What what I can't figure out is, am I more or less hopeful that that is an official Cinnabon shirt with an official slogan and not one that somebody just made up themselves to have fun at work? It's a possibility. It was the only one that I saw. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Carol, yeah. Carol, we've talked about this. HR, <laughs> HR, talk to you about this. That is not our slogan. <laughs> Carol. Carol. Oh. You watching anything good? Um, so uh season three of Mythic Quest, I think, comes out tomorrow as oh. we record. So um Lisa and I watched season two. She never actually watched all of season one. She just caught a couple of episodes while I was watching it. So uh, this week we started and we went back and we're watching season one of, of Mythic Quest um, to get ready for season three to drop. Um, boy, that's just, I forgot how it is such a well-written show that is just, 
laugh out loud funny laugh out loud cringy um partially it's cringy because it's so true so anyway uh re-watching mythic quest getting ready for season three how about you we were we were watching something else in a promo for mythic quest ran as the ad and amy said hey that's right i forgot rob mcclaney was on that i may have to go watch that now now that we've watched Rexum. Rexum. Yes. So we we may be doing the same thing. So so there you go. By the way, my introduction to Rob McElhaney was Mythic Quest. So I know him as oh, he's the Mythic Quest guy that does that other f- 16 season show. <laughs> uh I'm not watching anything new. I'm still watching the West Wing. I'm now into season three. Uh, we're also watching Drake basketball. We went to Drake basketball game last night, so we watched them beat IUPUI by almost 40. So that was fantastic. Uh, and I stumbled down a YouTube rabbit hole that led me to the best Sports Center commercials ever. And I had forgotten about the one. This is ties into World Cup. I had forgotten about the one where Landon Donovan goes up to use the copy machine. It doesn't work, so he kicks it. Have you seen this one? <laughs> he kicks the copy machine and it kicks out a yellow card. And then he curses at it and it kicks out a red card <laughs> before he walks away cursing. <laughs> I mean, if you go back and find that. All, all, all of the classics were there. John Clayton in his basement. I'm done with my segment. Um, and on and on and on. Um, just really, really funny. Um, wow. Is it that time? Are we ready? Well, it was already that time and the other that time. Is it? Yeah. Are we, are we at that point in the show? For, for stuff we learned? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, th- this could have gone into follow-up, but. Instead, I realized this is something I learned this week. Um, okay. Dwayne, there's been another cheating scandal in sports. Chess, fishing. Yep. This is another one. Do we do or do we count the mugging that happened to Chase Claypool in the Dolphins game? Uh no, that was uh that wasn't cheating. That was just uh straight out throwing the game. That's okay. that's different. Okay, because <laughs> The Bears sent that play, sent a couple of plays into the league. Yes. And yes. what came back was, yeah, yeah it we, shouldn't we have been. both of them. <laughs> both. We missed both of them. Not that it does you a whole hell of a lot of good. So, But that was not cheating. That was just, okay. No, that's the referees picking who wins the game. That's not no. cheating. Yeah. No, that's, that's the way of the world. Okay. That's what so, referees are. That's what referees are for, is to decide I, who wins and loses. Hey, 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 I start <laughs> next Friday. That's. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. So this one, I don't know. This one might be bigger than chess and might be bigger than competitive fishing because a cheating scandal has rocked the American cornhole league world championship in the doubles competition (laughs) of the 2022 American cornhole league world championship in South Carolina. A formal complaint was filed against Mark Richards and Philip Lopez, the number one ranked doubles team in the world, 
because their competitors believed that they were using illegal beanbags. As we all know, and everybody's Dwayne, how far is it? Uh, how, how long is a, uh, how long is a regulation, uh, NFL field goal line oh. to goal line? A regulation NFL field goal yep. line to goal line. Yep. A uh, hundred yards. And ends and, and end line to end line. 120 unless yep. you're Shane Shears, but okay, go ahead. Um, how far is it from the rubber to the front of the plate in baseball? Uh, this year until they move it <laughs> this year until they move it. Does that count the expanded size of the bags or not? No, um, sorry. Um, yeah. Is it 60 feet, six inches and six inches. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the standard, the standard height of a rim, even in Hickory, even in Hickory is, is 10 feet. Yeah. Okay. We all know that, which means uh-huh. we also all know you also, of course, know what the ACL regulations are about the size of, uh, and weight of a standard cornhole beanbag. And of course, Dwayne, I mean, just, I know it, but if you want to share it with everybody, the standard regulation size is. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Okay. All right. Nope. 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 All right. Because hey. this felt like a bonus to Wayne guess a number. No, we're going to get in trouble for that. That was not that. That was dangerous, dangerous territory here. Uh, I was just pointing out, we all know a beanbag is supposed to be six inches by six inches square when laying on a flat surface and weigh 16 ounces. So. Oh, okay. Yes, we all know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, We all know. Everybody knows. It's just a number that you know. Um, Officials followed procedure and inspected the bags, and it turns out that the guy's suspicion was correct. The bags failed to meet the requirements of the league. They're too small, said Cornhole commentator Mark Pryor. Mark Pryor? I wonder if that's... Anyway, on live TV, that's going to create some drama. So, if the bag is smaller, that probably gives you a better shot of putting it through the, the hole, right? Yeah, putting the biscuit in the basket. Yeah. However, there was a twist. So the number one ranked doubles team got called out on using too small of bags by their competitors. So they then turned around and said, I think our competitors are using too small of bags. And let's go to the measuring tape. Their bags were also too small. (laughs) Well, that'll teach you. So. Officials said that the bags didn't also didn't meet the proper requirements and the game was paused. <laughs> well, I'm assuming ACL commissioner Bubby uh, Bubba was probably having like, I don't even know what to do. Anyway, they decided to play. Um, according to ACL spokesperson, Trey Ryder, I don't, I didn't know they had one. Um, there is the possibility that cheating happened, but he doesn't think the players were doing it on purpose. He's pretty confident that it wasn't intentional. They think they just happened to bring too small, but the American Cornhole League is going to invest more in their compliance (laughs) to make sure that these kind of things don't happen again. This is basically Cornhole's steroids moment from baseball, I think. You know what? Clearly the bags are too small. Clearly these guys are all on steroids, but I'm sure it's fine. There's nothing to see here, folks, but we'll probably start testing. Anyway, what did I learn this week? There's something called the American Cornhole League. 
They apparently have a world championship. <laughs> there are world rankings for doubles players. The bags are supposed to be six inches by six inches and 16 ounces, and none of the top teams use any of that. And according to the commissioner, it's all good because they probably didn't mean to cheat. Whew. Anyway. You know, and the reason why I br- and the reason why I brought that up now is because I wasted three minutes reading this article, so I'm wasting everybody's time as well. Yeah, I just I envision like this dueling scenario where somebody walks up very solemnly and opens the box, and then there's four cornhole bags, and then you have to choose yours out of the box that is provided by the league for the match, right? I mean. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it turns out it's more like a pool cue. Like you bring your own, right? It's yeah. Just ask Tom Brady. If his, say, if his, like Tom, if his bags are a little own... light or his yeah. bags a little light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you don't understand. It was cold weather. He needed to get a good grip. Um, that, the guy, the guy in the look, it's completely normal for the equipment guy to take those cornhole bags into the, into the, into the John for a while. Anyway, you know what? We're going to bail out of this. What'd you learn this week? <laughs> Uh, so when I was, this is yet another Charlotte story. When I was in Charlotte, I went, I went to this bar. See if you can read that. You, you found the thirsty beaver saloon. I did. I, I did not know this bar existed. So the thing that I learned was this bar existed it's been around for a really long time. <laughs> and it's one of these places, much like the Fine Arts Center at Drake, where the owners refused to sell. And therefore, the developer built around them. So did you see the last picture that I sent you of this condo development? Yeah, it's a massive development with its, its own huge. multi-story parking structure, and it takes up the entire si- triangular city block, except for the small cutout around the Thirsty Beaver Saloon. <laughs> uh, and much like the High Life Lounge in Des Moines, this bar is stuck in 1978. When we walked in the door, Hee Haw was playing on the TV, uh, there were Ham's beer signs and Colt 45 beer signs. And just everything 70s nostalgia you could think of. It was it was fantastic. I had a Ham's because I could. But I did not know this thing existed. And now it's my favorite bar in Charlotte. I have to say, though, based on this, they should have renamed the bar because this ought to be now called because they didn't sell and they had to build the whole thing around it. This ought to be the stu- the stubborn beaver bar. <laughs> the music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. No G, no space. Here's the thing. Note on that. Because we were walking out of the Drake game last night. Amy was lording over me. 
the fact that one of her Illinois players is a starter for the Chicago Bulls and Luca Garza is playing in the D League in Des Moines. And I said, excuse me, it's the G League. Like that makes it any better. Way to win the argument, Dwayne. <laughs> Thanks. She's like, isn't it the developmental league? Yeah, it used to be the D League, but they got a sponsorship from Gatorade. So now it's the G League. And Amy said, oh, that's how Lisa can get her G. You just need a sponsorship. And then you can put the G back in talking to Todd. But for now, no G, no space. Uh, we have a page on Facebook. You can, I guess, tweet us on Facebook as long as that's still a thing. I don't know. You can check out our award-winning Merton Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272, even though no one does that. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. You can check out our Naperville drains, which are in fantastic shape, by the way. Got an update from Greg this week. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187, the other Taylor Farms Family Foundation, even though we didn't do their segment, and DJ to go Cedar Valley, which is ramping up into winter wedding season. Yay. Uh, send us your feedback. As always, send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? Okay. <clears throat> you didn't think I was going to bring crypto into this, but I'm going to. And just to, so, to show you, and somebody else you mentioned earlier, this is the this is world of crypto. Here are headlines. Basically, Tom Brady had an equity stake in FTX, which is now essentially worthless. The crypto headlines. Tom Brady loses all crypto investment, comma, also gets divorced. <laughs> you you got to write for the audience. Yeah. Had a bad week. Did the Bucks win? No. Did he get divorced? Yes. Did he lose all his money? Also, yet. Well, no. He lost all oh. of his crypto money, but but I'm pretty sure the rest of it's all in shakes. So oh. he's fine. That'll be fine. He can he can charge more to his personal subscribers for his own private, sweet lord, thing that got him in trouble with the NFL. Did you see that story? Yes, that he was giving injury reports onto his subscribers, which is in direct violation of the NFL's uh, injury reporting to, to make sure that that uh, the gambling doesn't become a problem. Don't worry, Tom's on it. <laughs> How did we not cover that story on here? Oh, my God, what a mess. Because oh. we're limited to two idiots a week and there was better <laughs> stuff. There's so many idiots that are getting oh, off so the hook because of these rules. <laughs> So many. Oh, maybe we'll. Including you could make a strong case, us. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll try to do better next week. Isn't that what? Isn't that what the guys say? We'll try to do better next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll try to do better next time. We're here. We're talking to Todd. <laughs>
what's ridiculous about all these stories, just because I have them up here, is here's headlines. Tom Brady and other super wealthy investors lost big money. Buccaneers Tom Brady in risk of losing huge money. Tom Brady likely lost big with FTX crypto collapse. <clears throat> and every single one of them say football star and fashion model uh, sunk an unknown amount of their own funds into it. Uh, nobody knows how much money they put into it or were given <laughs> in exchange. All the headlines are they likely lost big. And then they open with it's unknown how much money they had involved. Way to write the headlines. <laughs> is it false? Can you prove it's false? Maybe close enough. Uh... <laughs> I mean, in theory, it's entirely possible that we lost massive amounts of money in the FTX. Did we? No. No. Did we have any money invested? No. No. Is it possible that we did? Sure. Why not? And we're worried about saying allegedly when it comes to Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>